Sometimes I dream that he is me and I am him and we are we like Mike. If I could be like Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. That's what we're not going to do. Oh, man. Uh, hey, Ron ain't got no songs. Or, oh, if I can be true. like LeBron, they made a they song. Oh, the same. They literally made a song for him back in what was that 2008? Or 2007? They dropped the one. Nah, I, I, I don't know who that man is. If I saw him on the street today, I wouldn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. That's fine. <laughs> But hey, uh, greetings to everybody listening. Uh, we are the Women Respecters Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kay. Today I've got my lovely co-hosts, Adrian and Waffles, here with us. How are you guys doing? You know, we're here, you know. ready to talk about this overrated man. Uh, ready to get into some wholesome uh, topics. Absolutely. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. <laughs> so, uh... On the lineup today, for our first topic, there's been a lot of speculation going around about the validity of Michael Jordan's greatness. With the Last Dance documentary being out, one of the questions people are asking, did Michael Jordan play teams that were just bums? Which one of you would like to take the floor first? Well, I mean, I guess I can go. Uh, well, you know, if you read off the list of the teams that Michael Jordan played, and, uh, it's pretty crazy, but, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really see where people get the bums from, like, you gotta be some type of good to make it to the conference finals and the finals. That's just my assumption, unless 90s basketball wasn't as good as it appeared to be, but... I digress. I but, mean, uh, those Cavs team that made it, they were they, those bums, you know what I'm saying? Just go one person wait, gets into the finals. talking about Mark Price? I'm talking about LeBron. Greg Elon? I said, man, I said, like, you said you have to be some type of good to get to the finals. basketball. You said you have to be some type of good. All I'm saying is, you can be carried. Look at that Allen Iverson team. You can be carried to the finals. I mean, that team wasn't bums. They just weren't equipped to play the Lakers. You can be carried to the final teams. Eric Snow was not a bum. Just like the Nets were bums. They just, they didn't have anybody for the Lakers. I mean, for Shaq. Gary to the finals. I mean, anyway. Like I was saying. Uh, Bad Boy Pistons. uh, Not bums. Pretty good. Uh, great pretty, I mean, you know, not that time. Definitely were injured. Watch the documentary after going no, there the third brother, time. That means, uh, anyway, Isaiah Thomas was depressed. coming off that ankle injury. He said he was never the same. There was there was beef in the locker room. Go mm-hmm. watch the documentary. So, so because he beat an ankle sprained Isaiah. No, 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 no. I'm saying what's called that. That wasn't the same Pistons team anymore. That's all I'll say. I mean, they still. 
played the Bad Boy Pistons. What that got to do with the rest of the people on the roster? They got old. The team got to watch the documentary. They talk about how they were getting old. There were a lot of people getting hurt. And then there was like dysfunction in the locker room. They were like, they would be surprised if they went far this year. But were they bones? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I'm saying they weren't the, were, they weren't at full power. Were they bums? They weren't at full power. Were they bums when they were beating him like two, three years prior? That's what I said. I said if you watch the documentary, they the first two years they were good. That that after Isaiah got hurt and that the, throughout the beginning of that um third like trying to title run, how they tried to three P, they were like they were getting a lot of players were getting hurt and they were talking about like I just said the dysfunction and everything else. It's exhausting go, trying to go to the finals multiple years in a row because you don't get that rest. This was like a lot. They were getting older and their bodies were breaking down. They talk about it. They go into detail about it in the documentary. But were they bones? What do you mean? That's, I'm just saying they weren't at full power. But were they bones? They that's, weren't that's at full power. So they weren't bones. They weren't at full power. He beat, he so beat an old team. Confirmed bad boy Pistons. He beat an old team. Bones. We're not bones. He okay. beat an old team. Uh, if LeBron Next. beat an old team, wouldn't get Next with Patrick Ewing, John Starks. Uh, sir, what? I said beat an old team. I'm still talking about the other one. And John Starks, I mean, he was a he was a good scorer, but he never averaged like over 25 a game. He wasn't. He don't like, got to, man. With the That's team greater was there. Hey, hey, hey. That team got to the finals, did they not? And what happened when they got to the finals? Explain to me. Break they got down, beat. Break down to me what happened. Somebody has to lose, man. Hey, break down to me what happened. So, hold up, hold up, hold up. We, we, we know Akeem Olajuwon is great, right? He is. We, we all great. agree with that, right? He's very great. How come he had to wait to the two years Jordan wasn't around to get to the finals? Was I mean, the teams he was losing to in the West not great? I mean, he didn't, he didn't, make, it to the, he didn't make it to the finals. But, I mean, so it, it was a challenge back then, right? If he I mean, couldn't get to the league, and he was looked at as one of the best players in the league, if he couldn't get to the finals, right? Nah. Oh, okay. Oh, brother. So anyway. it's different for Akeem. Next, he was losing the bums. He didn't. Jordan didn't play Akeem. But Hakeem couldn't get to the finals, but two years. Who, who was who? who what was, was he doing before then? Who was Akeem losing, losing to? Give me the team name. He only got to the finals twice. Yeah, he who, who did he lose to the two years before? I don't know. Dang. He you can't, you can't use that as an example. Then he lost to somebody. Hey, you can't use it as an example if you don't know the facts. I know he, he was somebody. in the finals two years. I'm just saying, who did he lose to? Did he lose Out to the same team that Jordan nine, beat? Did he, he lose to the same team that Jordan beat? He lost to somebody. Hey, I'm just, He had to have lost to somebody. Hey. Just because I can't name him doesn't mean he ain't lose. Hey, hey. Anyways, the Knicks weren't bones. We're, and I thought this time the topic was mainly about their finals. Well, if it's about the finals, then they played the Lakers, the Jazz, the Trailblazers, the Supersonics, and the Suns. And only one of those teams on that list is a old team. Uh, that Lakers team was pretty old. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the the Trailblazers team Worthy, is like the, the Trailblazers team wasn't as special as people try to make it out to be. They had Clyde. Clyde was nice. But the rest of the team wasn't that great. I know they had Terry Porter. They had Jerome Kersey, who was really there just to play, just to dunk. They had Cliff Robinson. They had Danny Angel Sniper. 
Buck Williams, which if you watch Open Court, they talk about Buck Williams was just a toughness guy. He was there to foul you and just be like that, be the toughness guy. But if you look at their numbers, none of them were doing nothing too spectacular. I mean, hold on, hold on. numbers don't really define how good somebody is. I'm just going based off what, the, what Grace have said and Let's try to put this in perspective real, real quick. Were the Bulls a great team? Were you Bulls take great team? Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen out of the equation. Who else was great on that team? You take them out of the occasion. Which, which are we talking about? First three P Bulls or second three P Bulls? We talking about the entire team. Who yeah, isn't I mean, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen? I mean, Who's Dennis Rodman was great. Ron Harper was really good. Can you look before he joined the Bulls? He was a twenty. But was he great on that? He was a twenty point per game scorer cooking before he got to the Bulls on that team. Not before. No, because Adrian when he got there, he took a lesser role. When he got there, he took a lesser role because they already had. Mark Aguirre was twenty thirty points before he went to the Pistons, and that team's trash, according to you. I'm saying it it was a that was also a fit thing too. But you take Jordan and Pippen off the Bulls. I mean, they're not that great either. No. A lot of teams they take like Jordan and Pippen off the Bulls, and they're not great. Is that what you said? Yeah, so yeah, they're I'm not saying that great. like who else was great on that team? Because we're picking apart these other teams. Were teams well, back saying, then? Who, did they have they, a bunch what, of great players? Who was the Trailblazers? Pippen then? You Terry Porter. Porter. Terry Porter <laughs> was know. Terry Porter wasn't the Pippen. Terry Most Porter was final a, teams have like a one-two punch. Terry Porter was it, a good shooter, but he, Terry Porter throughout the whole season. They were talking like he was supposed to be a good shooter and, and a pretty good point guard. That man shot twenty percent in the finals, so I don't want. That's the finals. Hey, just because hey. you play bad in a, hey, I mean, I imagine that the Bulls played pretty good defense. Hey, hey, I mean, hey. LeBron played trash against Dirk in the finals. Yeah, and I'm saying, player? but then he, he also went back to the finals in the multiple series, other bro. times. Terry Porter, where's the other, where's the other Terry Porter great spots, great games? I mean. They were talking about he was a great point guard. You just said it. Hey, where's where's his other? Where's in the big moments? Michael Jordan was shutting people down. Well, what was the big moment? They yeah. were looking at Penny Hardaway like he was that man until Jordan and Pippen got sick on him. I'm just asking. I'm, not, I'm just yeah. telling you the facts, man. Hey, I'm gonna say a prime check is is garbage, right? I didn't say that. You're going to say a prime Horace Grant is garbage, right? How, how am I going to – how did I say that? Don't try to put words in my mouth now. You, you said the teams he played are bums. They played during – When did I ever say players. they were bums? When did I say in this – that I said that, that's the topic. When did I personally say that? I was just, just naming some of the stuff off the teams. They're great teams, which is crazy. I was crazy. just talking about some of the teams. Don't put words in my mouth now, Kate. You discredited teams that are great teams, regardless. Hey. hey. The only team that being old really works for is the Lakers. Yeah, I didn't say the Lakers. I said that. Yeah, I agree that the Lakers team. I said some of those other teams weren't as great as they were made out to be. I mean, that's looking back, but in the nineties, they definitely were great teams. I mean, like you Knicks, look at, can you look at the, the Jazz team? Only didn't win because of Michael Jordan. That Jazz that's team so crazy. actually oh, has, no, a, you know, um, what's called Carmelo and John Stockton have a losing record in the playoffs. Yeah. So I was like, oh, John Stockton I mean, can't West dribble with his left so hand. It's LeBron. It's the West at the end of the day. Hmm. What do you mean, LeBron? LeBron has a he has a losing record in the finals, but in the playoffs as a total, he has a winning record. The, the finals are what counts, right? 
I'm I said the in the um playoffs in general that the Jazz had a losing record because the know, Jazz couldn't get back. A, they weren't that special yeah. throughout the whole thing. The thing about the old argument as well, Michael Jordan was like 35 and 36 on some of those things. So but he that's himself the late was. Ones. But yeah, okay. we were talking. But only thing we were talking about old was was the Lakers one because they also didn't have yeah they didn't have James Worthy on that team anymore either. If I'm correct, it was like really just magic at that point because they had gotten old. He was still winning while he was old, so I feel like that would negate that point. Age that's heading yet. That's what that was. Wasn't you know what? Yeah, age didn't kick in. That's all. Okay, man. I stay in, you know. I mean, I feel like I feel like this, right? Every every season in the NBA, there's maybe like five, six teams that are great, and not all of those teams make it to the finals. You might get one of those or two of those, and that's just how it is. Sometimes, some teams, great teams, get beat by okay teams due to strategy, but that just means the better team won that series. Who did Jordan you have to play like the Golden State Warriors? Who did Jordan have to play like the Golden State Warriors? He had to play KD instead. I mean, teams weren't shooting crazy yeah, threes like that. He didn't play a team yeah. that talented outside of just... What do you mean when you say a team like the Golden State Warriors? That's a completely different topic right there. He didn't play no great teams like that. He didn't play KD yeah. instead. He didn't play nobody of that caliber. Or the Phoenix Suns not... You tell me that Phoenix Suns team is on par with that Warriors team? What do you mean when you say the Warriors team? You gotta you gotta go in the That Warriors team with um KD, Steph, and Clay as in like just a great team, like a great finals team, like an all time great finals team. The 86 Celtics. Huh? As a, man. Okay. The eighty six Celtics? You talking about when he lost? We bringing up yeah. L's? And we he had nobody L's? on his team. Yeah. We're bringing up L's. I'm talking about when he won. And he dropped I, 61. What, what does that mean? Devin Booker dropped 61. 70 and L. Devin Tell Booker dropped what, 70 and guess what? The they lost. So who cares? Jordan, 63 points. Devin Booker dropped 70 and still in the, caught, in the playoffs? And still caught an L. Regular season game. No, I'm just saying it doesn't matter how many points you score if you We're lost. talking about regular games. You're talking about L's. What the hell? I'm I talking mean, about wins. I said, I'm, all, all I was saying was, what? The Warriors versus the Bulls is not a matchup because, I mean, the Warriors no, I'm can just, but they can't defend. So. That team was um, mm. a good defensive team. If you look at the, um, what's called, defensive rating. I mean, we're talking about defensive rating. Who did, that, who did that Warriors team play that was great? What do you mean? Let's flip that question. What did that Warriors team of Kevin Durant and them play? Who did they play? Who they? Almost lost to the Rockets. Yeah. What team did they play that was great? The Rockets team. Was, this is that favorite. Rockets team was still better than any of those teams that Jordan played. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Now we're getting ahead of ourselves. Nah. Jordan that never Rockets had to go against a James Harden and Chris Paul. than the, the Suns team. That's a thousand percent true. Nah. James, James Harden Harden and Chris Paul don't, they don't equal. Isn't that a dysfunctional team? James Harden in that who who's guarding him in that situation? Who's guarding him on that Sun team? I don't know. Kevin Johnson. Who, oh, James Harden going. He gonna wake up that morning and say that's no, an easy forty. I just keep saying who's guarding who, but like I mean, what is what is anybody doing against Charles Barkley? Hey, Charles Barkley 
inefficient? You talking about that inefficient man? I mean, he could be as inefficient as he wants. He's still going to cook mm. whoever they got out there. Hey, efficiency matters. If he's out there missing more than he's making, Barkley. that's crazy. Inefficient. He had, mm. he had, he's at, um, what's it? What's that stat? For, um, I can't remember the exact amount of three pointers you have to have taken, but he, he's one of the worst three point shooters statistically in NBA history. That man, you go look at his percentages. That man inefficient as hell. You tell I mean, me, Mister Inefficiency, gonna I mean, go up there. I mean, what about what about this, right? You clown Stockton and Malone earlier. I mean, I clown them. You clown them. You clown Stockton all the time. You talk about how I do, know, but <laughs> but he, I say he can't dribble to his left. That's all I say about him. <laughs> you but, said you you talk about how people. All if they I'm had saying, those great defenders, no, how could they force him to his left? How they let uh, a point guard do all offense, bro. He's still, like, how many defensive players of the years that he have or defensive He didn't whatever's. get no defensive player of the years. He was all defense a couple times. All defense. Yeah, that was, he was never defensive player of the year. He has, like, five of those, right? So he's a good player still. That old Utah Jazz team, didn't they beat, a, what, a young Shaq and Kobe? Am I, am I tripping? Did that not happen? I'm not sure if that was the year. I don't remember if they played. Uh, it was yeah, 97. Oh, I mean, actually, the Jazz, it was 97 and 98, technically, because the Jazz made it both years. But I don't know if they um, played Kobe either one of those years. And Kobe came yeah. in in 96, so that 97 finals was his rookie year, so that would have been his sophomore year, that 98. Um, so they played a rookie and sophomore Kobe for Shaq. Mm. And you know, if you go look at Kobe's numbers, his rookie and sophomore season weren't that great. Was Shaq a rookie or a sophomore in either of those? Oh seasons? no, I'm not saying nothing about the Shaq thing. I, well, mean, I guess no. I guess Kobe. You can say I'm just saying that Utah Jazz team beat. Oh, Shaq, Shaq was there. Oh, okay. A person that later dominated. Yeah, well, Shaq was cooking, but they still lost. Wait, what, For, wasn't that the year that so um, Shaq the Utah got hurt? Jazz beat Oh, wait, no. Shaq. Was it Shaq fouled out and then was, Kobe was airballing all those players. shots? Dang, Shaq had 39 yeah. and 38. Wasn't that the game Shaq fouled out and Kobe was airballing? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Kobe was there too. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I said. I said that was young rookie and sophomore Kobe. Yeah, so, Kobe, uh, he didn't play that much. But he yeah, that's what I said because he got to remember that coach didn't like playing young players at the time. And they still had Eddie Jones. So Kobe wasn't really seeing the floor like that. We're talking, still talking about a Shaq that later dominated the league. Yeah. And the Utah Jazz beat him, and then Jordan beat that Utah Jazz team back to back. Some you gotta give him something for that, man. Oh no, I give Jordan credit. I give Jordan credit all the time. I still, in my eyes, Jordan's still the greatest. I just be, I was just playing devil's advocate. We can't have a talk. We haven't can't have a discussion if we're all just agreeing. We have to have somebody playing the opposite side. I mean, it's a devil's advocate, and it's just being ignorant. I mean, you got to give Jordan. Go Let's not log get on confused. the social media right now, Wiley. Tell me that the they're not saying what I just said. We didn't get a championship in the 90s because of Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon. Tell me, That's Wiley. Like I said, thing. log on the social media. Are they not saying what I just said? Are they I mean, not saying what I just said? Say so, what kids say. That's what I'm saying. So somebody has to play devil's advocate. So somebody <laughs> has to be the voice. So I'm like, hey. I mean, because you already know where I stand on it. I'm just saying. I know Kate was getting a little hot no, there because he was actually debating me. But I'm like, I'm playing devil's advocate. 
I got it. My my only my my point that I want to make is that there's only so many superstars in the league, right? So that means there's probably not that many. There's a lot of teams that don't usually have superstars. Well, they I mean, have back then you could say that, but nowadays everybody classifies like almost everybody is a superstar. No, superstar is different. You know a superstar. I, when you I, see I know a superstar. You no, might not, know a we're superstar. We're not going to argue the, but what actual superstar What superstars is. are all the we're time, not, though. The point I'm trying to make, the point I'm trying to make is not every team in the league or every team that makes it to the playoffs is going to have a superstar. So you're going to go up against teams that anybody that gets to the finals isn't going to beat super teams. That's just not how the league is built. That's just not how the talent in any given league is. And if it was, you had a bunch of different players on every team, like those people wouldn't be averaging the numbers of superstars. Because they would have to share the ball. It just that just is what it is. And we've seen it. Like you talked about you talked about uh what's his name? Ron Harper. When he before he went to the Bulls, he was bowling. You know, like he had to cut his numbers down. That just is what it is. Like not every team that a play that team plays to get to the finals is gonna be a super team. You could do that with any player, you could do that with LeBron. You could do that with anybody that's played. If you go down their record, they're going to have some bum or quote-unquote bum teams that they either played with or, or struggled against. Uh, I'm still pondering how the 2011 Mavericks swept the Lakers. Uh, I still don't get it. <laughs> I, I mean, a lot of people talk about, like, the fatigue thing. Like they said, it's hard to 3 people. Like, I was bringing up the point about the Pistons. Like, that Lakers team had just been to the finals. They'd been to the finals, played the Celtics. Well, they, that was their fourth year in a row, actually, because they lost to the Celtics, and then they beat the Magic, then they beat the Celtics, and then that was their fourth year in a row they were trying to make a title run. That's exhausting on the body after a while. They needed a break. Kobe was getting older, and the team was like, the team was like a, the team as a whole was getting older. So, like, if that plays a part. Like... It's hard to keep going. It's very difficult. Can you even watch when we were watching the um the last episode, the last um dance? They were talking. Jordan was talking about how he was fatigued, like, and he had um just one two, and he was going for his third, and how he was like mentally fatigued, and how he wanted to take a break, like that. That wears on you after a while. And he imagine still so played going forward. So that's tough, and that math team is just like. They they were smart that year. They were I don't know where that went the next couple years. I know they got older. They decided to let go of Tyson Chandler again for some odd reason. Um but yeah, they 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 were that Mavs team was playing real smart. Just like they ran that zone against um Miami. They played the Lakers very smart too. Like like Mark Cuban was literally just breaking down everything that they do they did. They they knew that they didn't have the talent to beat those other teams, so it was more like a Detroit Pistons thing, like that old Detroit Pistons team with Chauncey Billups in them, like where they had to just outthink you instead of just because they knew they didn't have the athletes to go with it. They're just like, hey, it's a thinking game, and we're gonna we're gonna beat you this way. See, you know what's crazy about what you just said? What? There's a stick, isn't there like a stigma that young players usually get nervous 
when they get to the first, get to the finals, and usually veteran players are what you need to win finals. Oh, absolutely. They say that you need that experience because those young players they don't know they so, don't know how to. They need that business. playoff experience. Yeah, they need so, that playoff experience. That's what they always talk about. Like the first year that a team goes to the playoff, they'll be like, "Oh, they're a young team. They've got they got that valuable experience. Now they're they'll come back next year stronger." So technically, what that means is you kind of need old players to get to the finals. Well, yeah. So everybody agrees you need veterans. A team that old players on it. That's just the team that deserved to get there, right? Or get deep in the playoffs, right? Uh, kind of, sort of, uh, yeah, in a way. But I don't know. Because I, I be feeling like they just be saying young teams that lose in the playoffs. They don't. They got the experience, but it's like. uh they just experience losing. That that's all. That like, <laughs> yeah. that's, but, but they, they know those playoff nerves like, out of the way because like the first time playing in a playoff game, which is, I mean, I understand it because it's like you think about it, even though it's not to the same extent. Like think of playing like high school basketball. I remember when I, we played high school basketball. Like then the regular season, it's like yeah, again, you wouldn't really get as nervous when those district game came in. You're like, and those first couple ones, you're like okay, but then after a while, you're like it's just a district game, whatever. And then when you get to the actual like playoffs, like that's a different like there's different stakes. It's like win or go home. Like whereas in regular season, if we lose, okay, cool, we can just go get another one. So it's like it brings a different amount of stress to you so it takes you have to get adjusted to it your first year you're like dang and in that second year you're like okay I, I know what this feels like i know this and so i'm better prepared it's like a mental thing so i can relate in that way but i know it's like obviously at a different level because that's high school versus nba but yeah i mean yeah i think we i think we've made our our point Podcast well, you need to talk about the Supersonics. Oh, you're talking about yeah, Sean Kemp and Gary Payne? Don't forget that love. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they were a young team, but um, but yeah, uh, let's let's actually move on. Oh, let's take a, a little quick break, real quick, actually. You're not my boss. Pay play. Pay play. All right. <laughs> we're back. Wow. And, uh, you know, in the break, we were talking about a lot of things, but one of the more interesting things we we thought about was, like, this conversation of what makes a player great versus what makes a player one of the best. Um, Adrian, would you like to, like, give more context of what, what your opinion of that is? Uh, yeah. Um. I've always had the opinion that there's a difference between the greatest and the best players because you see all the time when people talk about it, like this person's the GOAT or this is the GOAT and this, this, and that. But I'm like, yeah, they're the GOAT because of what they achieved. And I'm like, there's some players that get left out because they're very, very talented, but because they lacked success, they didn't get the same like recognition. Like when I, I, I like to use the example for Will Chamberlain versus Bill Russell. Everyone's gonna. Everyone knows Bill. I mean, um, Will Chamberlain was the much better player. Like he was better. He was more talented. He had all these crazy stats and numbers. But when you break it down to who was the greater player, you have to go with Bill Russell because of what he achieved. Those eleven championships, 
accolades goes with I mean accolades and success go with greatness. Whereas the best is just you're just really talented. Like we can go to baseball, Derek Jeter. A lot of people talk about he's a great he's one of the greatest. But when you look at him on paper, he doesn't necessarily one the best, but he's one of the greatest because of what he achieved. There's so I like I, I like to separate the two, even though a lot of people don't like to separate the two. I think that there's a difference. There's a between the two. See, I think I was of the the opinion that to be great, what is it? To be one of the best, you have to have some level of greatness to you. Um, You have to be one of the top people, obviously. Um, I think the difference is like basketball is a team. Basketball is a team sport. So at the end of the day, you could be as good as you want. You could average 70 points a game. If you get to the finals and they lock you down, your team's going to lose to a team that spreads the ball around more and plays more like a unit. So it's like, is that is that really the best if you can't play great in a team setting? Or if you're just a, you're just a really good individual player? Um... Yes and no because think of the think of the old Timberwolves teams for example think of KG KG is a great player every well, we can all agree on that correct KG is a great player I mean he's not Tim Duncan but mm-hmm. I mean anywho any if you look back then the debate was KG versus Tim Duncan those were the top two power forwards in the game mm-hmm. a lot of people a lot of people like to argue what who was actually the better player between KG. And Tim Duncan. Some people say Tim Duncan because of the great shot blocker he was, like the all-time playoff um, leader mm-hmm. in shot blocks and everything else, and the great low post score is. A lot of people say KG because KG was a more versatile defender, whereas he could switch on and guard multiple positions, get more steals, and do things such as that while still blocking shots, still being a good um, what's called low post score and being able to shoot from the perimeter a little bit and being a good passer. So it's like they have their pluses and minuses. However, KG was ended up in a situation in Minnesota where he was wasting most of his prime away, and he had to carry bad teams to the playoffs just to get knocked out. Whereas Tim Duncan landed in the perfect situation in with the Spurs with um what's called David Robinson and Greg Popovich and everything to where he was already in a winning culture and he like fit right in, so he was perfectly fine. And it's like you flip those two. Players, people have talked about this a lot. You flip those two players, are the results still the same? Does Tim Duncan is Tim Duncan able to lead that horrible Timberwolves franchise to five championships as he did in San Antonio, or is it the system and the team and the coaches around him that elevated his game into where it's going to flip and have KG do experience the exact same amount of success in that situation? Like, how does that work? You see what I mean right I, there? I think what it comes down to with that is like if you're a great player, you can you can bend the team to your will to a degree. Like Michael Jordan getting didn't get dropped in a great situation. Allen Iverson played with the Sixers and still got them to the finals. They weren't necessarily a great team. Like certain certain players, because basketball is five on five. You can necessarily will a team but how many to, rings that to do result? better than than it would normally do. 
but how many rings did that yeah. result in for somebody carrying them like that? Like Allen Iverson carrying them, or somebody like LeBron carrying those bad teams? Like, well, what did that? Just the thing about things like that. It's like, well, I mean, he willed them there, but they just weren't equipped to play the teams they played. Like, but exactly was, that takes uh, away from it. Is really going to do against the the uh, Lakers? I mean, I I agree with you, but I'm saying that that takes away from. So if you have two similarly skilled players that are really good, and they're like the top two players. One has five championships, one has one championships, but they're equal in talent. You're going to say the one with five championships was greater, no matter what, like because they they were able to win. That's what I'm saying. The are greatness they equal goes in heart? win. So, what'd you say? That are they equal in heart? I mean, <laughs> that's one thing you can't say KG ever lacked was heart. I don't know. Bill Sims said that KG kind of, he put on a facade of being a tough guy, but when it was crunch time, he didn't want to take those last shots. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. That man KG. Tim Duncan, you never hear that. anything like that about him. That Tim man, Duncan don't talk. Yeah, Tim Duncan don't talk, but KG. They was, said he had that fire in him. And KG, KG definitely. He's definitely a, a competitor. He's just quiet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I kind of wish we saw excuse me, that Tim Duncan leave the Spurs and go to the Magic with Grant Hill and Tracy McGrady to see... I don't wish that. Yeah, just, I mean, I wanted I mean, to just to see... It would have been interesting to see. I'm well, not going to lie. Yeah, just be, I just want to see you take him out of that situation. Good, you know? I'm just saying you take him out of the situation. I want to see, like, if he still succeeds to that extent because it's like, it's hard to see that because... It, he just wasn't there anymore. Like, look at those. Like, cause the same thing that Tim Duncan benefited from with, like, whenever he was getting older, and though and he still won that last championship when Kawhi won Finals MVP, Tim Duncan wasn't that great on that team. However, he was still what's called a great low post like defender. Like, he was still affecting a lot of shots in the paint. He wasn't moving as fast, so he couldn't like keep up with people the same. However, he still had that little one two on the block, and then he still could affect shots. You go back and look at KG when he was older. They said the same things about him. He just didn't have that same same amount of talent around him at that point. They were like, KG is still a good like defender. He's still a good defender, and he still has uh, his mid-range jumper. But he's not at the point to where he can carry a team anymore, and he's by himself again, and he doesn't have the talent around him to where they're starting to lose again. That's what I'm saying. Like when That's, our, um, well, that's what it goes with, with best. And greatest, greatest and best. Like they're like they're 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 you take them apart. They're different. Like because greatness goes into winning. Like like success equals greatness. Like that's, that's the whole thing. Like LeBron strive to greatness, not strive to be the best. Strive to greatness to win. He's like striving to win because that's that's the difference. Like whenever people compare Jordan and LeBron, they say LeBron can't be the greatest or the goat because he has too many losses. Jordan's the greatest because he went six and zero. Accolades, that's all. What? I mean, Jordan still has way better accolades than LeBron. So, well, I'm saying, yeah, uh, I feel like uh, I don't know. Greatness is more of a career type of thing. Exactly. Best is skill set type of stuff. That's like, a- you can be the best, like post up player or best three point shooter, best catch and shoot guy, stuff like that. Best defender, but I feel like greatness is like what people like remember you for and what you did or what you achieved in your career. Like 
that's my point. Tom Brady, like, I know his football is not, like, the same because, I mean, a quarterback can only do one thing on one side of the ball. So, I mean, but, I mean, people call him the greatest, but it's not because of he is, like, the best athlete or he's the best uh, quarterback to ever play. But it's because he achieved a lot. And, I mean, it's kind of similar to Tim Duncan, but it's not – it, it's it's it, it can't because you can't know because a quarterback is a quarterback. He's a good, he's a great quarterback regardless. Like, but I mean, he was put into a. It wasn't the ideal system, but it was a good coach, and he built the teams that needed to be built for them to win. So, I mean, yeah, he benefited from that. But I mean, I guess we'll see when he's in uh Tampa Bay if yeah. he's really like, the greatest. But, I mean, no matter what, if he retired, like, he today, the, the greatest yeah. right now. But, I mean, it's just, it's just, like, you gotta separate what you want to be a career stuff and actual skill set. I don't, I, I don't really know what Tom Brady's skill set is. I, I think he's just a good quarterback for, like, I don't know. But, I know, like, Mahomes... I know his skill set. He's he's just he whatever you need him to be. But it's just it's it's hard comparing things like that because it's like it's people are some people are good, some people are great, and it's like some people do things better than other people. But it's just like if those same people that are better than the people that won, it doesn't really matter because they didn't win. Because it's like we're not even. Not saying we don't think about Allen Iverson, but it's like you're not even you're not even throwing his name up there when you talk about mm-hmm. shooting guard, top three shooting guards like that. Because Unless you're just an Allen Iverson fan, it's like it goes Mike, Kobe, and Wade because they all won, they all achieved things in their career. Not to say that AI didn't because he won mm-hmm. MVP, but he didn't win the championship. And it's like, uh, it's not really his fault that he didn't, but I mean, he just wasn't in an ideal situation. Then it just be like that sometimes. That's that's sports, basically, in general. Like it's about where you get placed most of the time. See, I I almost agree with that, except I don't think that greatness is mutually exclusive to people that win. Like yeah, I think you can have that, like the accolades that say that you're a great player, but not necessarily have won a championship and still, you can still be, you don't necessarily have to win all the time or win really the big championship to still be considered great. That's well, my name opinion. Yeah, that's true. That's, I mean, name somebody that's no, in the top three it, greatest. Like, let, name someone that they put in the top three, like as a greatest at the position or greatest player that didn't win. John Stockton. They don't, they don't put him in the greatest. John Stockton, they, they, they put top John three, Stockton in the top three, for sure. As in, oh, yeah, like, like the point guard-wise? Yeah. But yeah. there's other people that people, I mean, old heads throw him in there because of what he accomplished all-time assists and all-time steals. But there's a lot, if you look at the, a lot of the newer community, a lot of people don't put him up there anymore because he didn't win. They throw Isaiah Thomas ahead of him now. Like, whereas back then, a lot of people didn't throw Isaiah Thomas ahead of him. And now there, a lot of people are starting to throw Steph ahead of him, which, like I, like we were talking about on break, 
like it's hard to argue that because you look at Steph's like he has like the MVPs. He has two MVPs, one unanimous. Stockton doesn't have any MVPs or anything like that. Like to where he was just the top in the um league at the time. And Steph has the championships. So by the time Steph's career goes over, I don't see how you can argue Stockton being above Steph anymore because Steph won. Like if Steph didn't win and he just had those MVPs and he had all those three point records and all those everything else, he'd be like, Okay, you can still argue Stockton. But when Steph's career ends, I don't see a way you can argue that Stockton goes down as a better point guard. Better point guard. That that's greater is what you Yeah, a greater point guard. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Greater point guard. I mean, Steph has the numbers for sure, but I mean Steph will be greater than Stockton because not because of his like numbers, but because of what like he did. That's why that's why I brought up the MVPs in the championships. That's why he would go down. Not even that, just like his influence on the game. Just that alone. I guess you could throw that in there, yeah. But I was just keeping it at basketball. But yeah, you could go with his influence. I mean, he influences basketball like that. Because, I mean, Trey Young is like a direct influence of Steph Curry, which is kind of – it's wild, but it's like – Yeah, you got to think about that. Warriors team did change the game to where people weren't shooting that many threes. And now you look at how many threes teams are – teams are shooting like half as many threes as they are twos now again. Nowadays, because Steph changed the game, like. But if we, if we, that though, you could look at somebody like Gilbert Arenas, right? Who was a combo guard, right? In a time where point guards weren't expected to be facilitators, and then after he came in and did his thing, now all of a sudden teams wanted point guards that could score and do that type of thing, rather than be facilitators. I mean, we so already like, had point guards that could score. In the past, because you got to think, like, even in Jordan's era, Ron Harper, like we were talking about, Ron Harper's a point guard. Ron Harper was a scorer. More, He wasn't a facilitator. He was a scorer. Penny Hardaway, he could facilitate. He was a good passer. But Penny Hardaway was a scorer. Like, Penny Hardaway never averaged 10 assists. Penny Hardaway was a scorer who could also facilitate. So that's why I was like, it goes together with how the game is today. Like, it's just, like, the point guard is just the position they're listed as. Because uh, that's just that's just that's all it is. That's just the position they list. There. That don't mean that they just have to be dominant and just facilitating. Because the games changed, the games completely changed. But even back then, like you could see that that it was on the emerge of changing. Because there's still great guards back there that was scores. Like a point guard doesn't have to be pass first. Just like a center doesn't have to be just dominant, like defensively, like blocking all the shots and just. Um, getting all their stuff on a low post and everything anymore. Like, you don't have to be a dominant center just doing that. Like, look at Jokic. He's just rebounding, and he's facilitating and scoring. Would but you he's call a- Jokic dominant? How- I mean, and he's like, he's, he's not dominant, but he he's he's going to get his buckets. Like, yeah. He's, and he's, he's a versatile. top center in the game today. He's versatile. Yeah. Uh, I'll give him that. Like, it's like Jokic versus, like, Embiid. Embiid is not necessarily dominant either, but he's more of a force. Yeah, he's more of a force in the paint than a Well, I mean, centers are going away because yeah, centers are going away because it's like like the the three ball is getting popular. No, nobody like the stereotypical back to the basket big is irrelevant now because everybody shoots threes. Like Dwight Howard was the last like dominant real big man because. 
nowadays, like I said, like the big men, they're picking rollers. If you, unless you're like a, a center that can shoot the three, like Jokic or Embiid or Cat, like you're not gonna be as dominant anymore. Like Rudy Gobert, he's cool, no, but he's never gonna be your main guy on the team. He he can never be your number one guy anymore. Even though he's a he can he can hit a post hook and he's a good shot blocker and everything else. He's not offensively gifted enough to be. Uh, well, I'm saying he can hit a post hook. Okay, let look at um somebody like Enos Cantor for example. Cause they people talk about how Enos Cantor would be much better if he played in the 80s or 90s because of his skill set. Because would he? But, I mean, all yeah. he does is rebound. Basically. Well, no, no, he's a good post up player too. If you actually watch Cantor, he's a good post up player, and that's like. Like people that post up like that, and somebody who's a really good rebounder, that he's more valuable in the eighties and nineties where he would get more touches, and so they like he's efficient in the block, but it doesn't make sense to give him the ball on the block to shoot a two when we could go for a three. That's what I'm saying. Like they're like he be his skill set would be much better back then than it would nowadays because you put you put a great like. Posts up player in nowadays is just they just don't dominate the same because the team's not going to want to run their offense through you posting up. Hey man, I think the game is missing the post up because you might get a nigga to foul you and get that and one. I mean, that's that's a good that's a very people important can part drive of the to the basket. Fouls. James Harden does a post up and he gets he averages like eleven to thirteen free throws a game. We talking about post versus shoot three. No, I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about. about you can still get to the free throw line that way. Like, look at Embiid. He can. He goes up and faces you up. So does Anthony Davis. They face you up and then they um like drive on you, not just post up. They like they literally catch it like at the elbow or on the wing and they just drive past you or pull up for a jumper. And then when they drive past you, they get fouled a lot. That's how they get to the line. Like, look at the game when um um Embiid was getting Drummond upset. And B was just got him in foul trouble and got him a foul out, and B was driving at him and then just drawing fouls on him. You don't have to necessarily like just try to post up to do that. Hey, man. But the game's changed, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't Going back to the greatest versus best thing, though, still, like, I'm like, in my opinion, I throw, like I said, I throw Steph ahead of him now because, like, if Stockton had one more. It'd be hard to even argue anybody really against him besides Magic Johnson. Like, he'd be above Isaiah Thomas. It'd be hard because of the assists and steals. It'd be hard to go against him. But because he's missing a championship or at least an MVP or something, it's like... He won. He won in the Olympics, man. What more do you want? <laughs> hey. I mean, if that's the case, Carmelo is the great cycle. <laughs> that's I heard like. Richard Jefferson the other day say <laughs> Carmelo is the greatest. Olympic athlete. I mean, he is a really amazing. Wait, oh, athlete. you said Olympic athlete? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Carmelo, yeah. the leading scorer in Olympics. Yeah, Olympic yeah, mellow, cool. different mellow. Olympic mellow is a different type of animal. No, give me your place. Is he not a great either. because he didn't win a championship? I mean, if you like, if you were going to say top five small forwards ever, would you throw mellow in that top five? I'd have to look at a list of. You're uh, taking them over, Scott. Okay, I'm gonna give you five experts. right here. Okay, okay, I'm gonna give you five right here, and tell me if you take them over any of these five. LeBron. Why do, hold on. Why does it have to be five? Oh, well, I mean, say, it to be five great top players. Five. Okay, that's the consent. Like top yeah. five. He was just asking you with top five, and I was saying, let me list top 
five players and see if you put like, them on if it was a top ten, I feel like Melo definitely makes it on the list. But if we're talking like top five ever, I don't, yeah. I don't know if Melo's cracking that. Yeah, because it's like, look, LeBron. Small forward historically is a very deep. Yeah, position. you got Larry Bird. We're not. We talking about LeBron, Larry Bird. Let me say just Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard. No. Scotty Pippen. Pippen. And that's not, we're not even getting into Dr. J. We're not even getting into Elgin Baylor. We're not even getting into James Worthy and players like that who are all. That's that's a deep ass list, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's hard. Hey, it's hard for Melo to, it's hard to make a case. How many Olympic medals did James Worthy have? Man, how many championships did James Worthy have? I guess, I don't know. How many championships does James Worthy have? How many chips does James Worthy have? <laughs> like, like three, three. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's hard. Like that. That it's looks... like it's like not taking anything away from Melo. I feel like Melo's after KD. Melo, I don't know. He might have that. He might have best four. But... And you want to talk about? New Age game. I'm, didn't he win those in the era where the world could actually play basketball? Well, I mean, Melo never averaged bones. over 30, though. His high, like, Melo's a great scorer, but even whenever we were playing in that era, he was still scoring. He still never averaged over 30 a game. What does that matter? <laughs> they won, didn't they? Like, you talk about in the Olympics? Oh, we're talking about the Olympics? I thought we were still talking. I thought he was talking about. I mean, Melo, he never really, he had, what, 27, 29? Yeah, he had, I think he had 29 one year. That was amazing. I mean, it's like, you don't, you don't got to average 30. No, I'm just saying for like, um, because you're you're talking about the great scores. I'm like, yeah, Melo's a great score. But I was like, you look at something like that, just something like that. It's like, how many players have averaged over 30? It's like, Melo couldn't even crack that. I don't take away from averaging over thirty. Don't mean win, man. We're just talking about scoring wise, okay? We're just talking about great scores. Yeah, but I I I try. I don't like to get caught up in like the numbers stuff. Well, I wasn't talking about winning anymore at that point. We were just talking about just strictly. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like it's a lot of lists of people. I mean, of positions that it's hard for some people to just even get in there. Yeah, there's there's a lot of greats. There's a lot of greats out there. When we go all NBA history, there's a lot. It's, it's just a lot of greats. It's hard for him. You to, would have to do top ten because it's been over a hundred years of basketball, right? Yeah, I mean you would have to. And those top tens, I mean, still, those top tens are deep. Actually, like for center alone, that's a crazy. That's a crazy ten. Yeah, though. that's center. Because it's hard because you don't want to disrespect the old grace because of what they did, like George Mikan and them. But it's like you start looking at other centers like nowadays, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you fit. Because this is what Shaq, Kareem, Will, Bill Russell, Bill Russell Hakeem. Hakeem. You got, like I said, um, George Mikan. You gotta go like um I'm trying to think I'm trying to think off rip off just off the top of my head Patrick Ewing David Robinson oh yeah I forgot about that yeah. uh, Patrick Ewing top ten <laughs> I mean he was a great player uh, I mean Bill Walton. I thought he was a yeah. good <laughs> hey are we talking about college Bill Walton I mean it's it's Bill Walton <laughs> don't tell Larry Bird that dang uh, uh, what's that eight Seven. Hey, Bill Wallen helped Larry get a chip. 
Yeah, but Larry had his feelings about Bill Walton. I don't know, man. It's just it's deep. It gets yeah. deep. I mean, we should go. We should go into that. Like, like we should go into that one. But we should go through. We should go through a series and just go every time top ten. We just discuss and discuss who we're leaving off and why we're leaving them off. We should go Actually, into a series. Yeah, maybe. That's how it'll be a future. Yeah, we should, we should, a future. Uh, yeah, that sounds tough. Because it's like, there's some of these lists, it's real. It's like, you got, there's, there's some people you can make a case for, but it's like. Can I leave them out? Oh, because it's like, where does T-Mac go in a top 10? The shooting guard thing? T-Mac was yeah. a great scorer, but at the same time, T-Mac never left the first round. He couldn't win. But if you look at just his numbers, he was great. But it's just, I don't know. Like team and Carter might have to share us, but to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, we're getting a little long though. I think I think it's about time we need to cut out. Save they save some of this for another podcast, you know? All I'm gonna say is Tim Donkey is the greatest power forward ever. Yeah. Yeah, until Giannis take that spot. It's like nah. <laughs> That's kinda how I feel about my homes. I feel like Mom is going to be the greatest thing to ever touch a football. Yeah. Throwing for 5K in a season? That's wild. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we're still PDs. talking. Hey, 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 save it for the park. Save it for another podcast. I feel like that's just a good homegrown Texas talent. You feel so me, Adrian? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, he does play baseball. Yo, the. We, I, I can't even. We're not even going to get into it. Yeah. yeah. But you know. The throw he makes, he's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which man would like to have it. But yeah, man. We're going we gonna to wrap it up, you know. Like you, you know, when respecting your woman. Uh, spit another episode <laughs> of the Women Respect This Podcast. You know, uh, we always ask that y'all. Remember to always respect women, but most importantly, remember to always respect yourself. And it's like that. Jordan was the greatest.